You are now tuning in to Nude Radio with your host, Kenny Heflin, and I hope that you all are having a great week so far, and just make sure, you already know what I'm going to do, what I'm going to say, right? Make sure to subscribe to Nude Radio, streaming on all platforms where you can hear a podcast. Go ahead, share it with your family, share it with your friends, your lovers, you know, have them become fellow nudist, but also make sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter under the same handle at nude radio one zero one. And if you're feeling a little froggy, then leap in my DMS respectfully on my personal page, of course, at Kenny Heflin on Instagram. So now that we got that out the way, Ooh, Lord child. So <laughs> y'all know that I, sometimes you know record bulk episodes like when i'm feeling like tons and tons of inspiration right and then they drop whenever they drop right Mm -hmm. and then there's sometimes where i have to let life life right there's times where you just gotta like trust the process and really let your life unfold and put in the effort to try to see certain pieces that you want to move and fall in place for yourself put those in place right but you know it's just it's the effort that counts and let life life just let it happen so obviously there's been so much going on these last few weeks and I'm still, you know, just at that point where I'm letting life life. I'm letting it happen because what 2022, what I say it was going to be, we going to see. Right. And it's just been a point to really take a look at and reflect. I mean, the fact that there has been hmm how can i say hmm well okay basically you know in a nutshell if you didn't get to check in the other episodes then you know that uh recently i was contacted by um one of my older exes and then there is clarity there right you know and i had plenty of questions like why do you keep coming back around you know and they were just like oh well i don't want you to think that i'm just coming back around to fuck with you like i'm like yeah because what the fuck (laughs) like what do you want you know um but really it was just to build on um i guess just having like an amicable existing relationship if that's what it will be i guess something like that or another i don't know but yeah there was there was some questions there and there still will be some questions obviously just because this particular person like you know he is who he is (laughs) we just gonna say that and you know after having that conversation with him it was on my heart that I needed to have a conversation um, with, you know, my most recent ex. Because, you know, like I said in a few episodes ago, there was a sense of resentment there that I did not like. You know, this is somebody that I fell in love with, genuinely fell in love with, right? And there's still love there, but I didn't want to have this feeling like this cloud i mean it was i think i've probably explained it maybe in season one or season two i don't know but like i have but i've never been like a grudge-hearted person before i've never been someone who can stay mad at somebody whether they're platonic or romantic um you know in in relationship status that is 
I've never been that type of person. I've always been a very resolution-oriented individual. Obviously, if I if we can reach a resolution, if we can, you know, get closure, then of course that's gonna be the best. Like that's gonna be like my favorite way. But obviously, like I've had to, you know, go without resolution before in the past and everything, and it takes time. You know, again, you have to really just like let life life, of course, but it just takes time to heal and to figure out just the ways of how you can move forward without that person and really just for yourself. And that takes its own level of emotional maturity. Right. And just like really just trying to figure out exactly like what works for you. And then overall, like what really works for the individual, you know, whether they were platonic or romantic or whatever, you know, like it, it just, it, it's just, it's weird. It's weird. It's surreal. I will say that. And um, I mean, but it's, it's life, you know, it's life. And a lot of times what I did realize is that with people that we've come to love and everything like that, you know what I call them, you know, people that they, again, rather they're platonic or romantic, you know, I call them uh, familiar strangers, you know. Um, and I've always had this sense of closure from an individual of like, you know, completely like no contact and everything and and all of that. So. As of recently, um, I'm in a space where, again, I I needed to forgive him. I needed to forgive myself for having those feelings that were genuine, and I needed to not blame myself on certain things. And it's a lot. I mean, you know, this, these last few months have really been focused on growth and, um, obviously I'm still growing because I'm still living. Right. But I needed to talk to him, you know, and at first I thought that I wasn't ready, but then for my own sanity, I just say, you know what, like for my own sanity, I need to clear my own conscious and, and really make the point to get this off my chest. And we got clarity, you know, we talked about, you know, everything. And obviously it's, again, it was amazing to see his face and stuff and hear his voice. And, uh, you know, like I told him, like, it's never not a day that I don't think about him, you know, and I meant that, you know. So now, you know, I guess now we, you know, we just move forward with life and stuff. And, but yeah, like really just existing in each other's lives as, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I honestly, uh, you know, this is new. And my one of my best friends, Jenny, she, uh, you know, she's been in, in nude radio episode one and two, but she was coming over like she literally came over as we were wrapping up the conversation. So I didn't really have too much time to process it. But, you know, me and her talked about it, of course, but I still needed a chance to be by myself and really just to process like what just happened, you know, and like I told her. I don't like, I, I don't know. Um, I'm happy that I did it. We, he and I were both at a space where we thought that each other didn't want to talk to each other. Still, I'm still a little confused by that. But I mean, you know, look, he believes that I believe it. And that is what it is. There's no argument about it. Like we can just move the fuck for it. Right. And, um, yeah, it's just, like I say, I, I've never been in a space where I was on good terms or speaking terms or with an ex before. Never, 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 ever, ever, ever. 
let alone possibly two of them, depending on how this other one goes, because that's still up in the air of what that looks like moving forward, just as far as us even speaking. You feel me? So, yeah, it's it's just, it's all so crazy. And with this summer coming up, what I didn't want is that, you know, you never know what's going to happen when it's going to happen. You know, we live our lives. We hopefully project positivity on ourselves and we try to move forward with happiness and love and light, you know, and building like like those substance based relationships. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's interesting. You know, I look forward to it. I look forward to the journey and what I have to do, what I have to really focus on is that I remain present and what I have to do for myself is I have to check myself just as far as it goes when it comes to expectations. You know, that's something that, you know, I was telling uh, Jenny just with everything going forward, just like keeping myself in check. Because, you know, honestly, I don't I don't know what the fuck the future has in store. I don't have a crystal ball. I have predictions. I have predictions. And I will say that my predictions have been pretty spot on for the most part so far. Just saying, don't want to jinx shit, but just saying the predictions that I had, uh, you know, towards mid-December, they are all like kind of just like fall into place. So, you know, and of course, there's definitely always room for some some razzle dazzle, you know, thrown in there. And that's all I'll say, you know, um, but but yeah, it just like it's like, what the hell? So, yeah, with everything coming up, it's just like the summer's here, damn near almost, pretty much. And <laughs> who knows? Like, I mean, honestly, like, who really knows what the fuck is going to go on and, and go down? I think at the end of the day, what I want to do is I want to maintain peace in my life, but I also want to make sure that. I am building and nurturing relationships that are positive, you know, and what I don't want, we'll start off with the, with the, the don'ts, right? I think what I don't want moving forward and what I just can't tolerate, right, is hmm, confusion the lying, you know, the misrepresentation, the gaslighting, you know, the inconsiderate behavior, the inconsistencies. There's so many different things that I don't want to carry on into a new relationship. And even if we're talking about romantic, let's, let's go with that. If we're talking about romantic I don't want to bring in any type of baggage, you know, whatever trauma that I had from my last relationship, I only had it with him, not with other people, you know, same thing like with, oh, dude, before him, like it was just, I never brought in that baggage into the new relationship. It was more so our own personal beefs or whatever, but like I say, you know, I'm glad that he and I uh, recently just got the to chat and um, come to like a good grounds of positivity. And, you know, again, just um, existing in each other's lives at whatever magnitude, whatever measure that's still to be determined. But, you know, there's still definitely love there. Um, and uh, yeah, we have to just move on and and move on, right? So, 
yeah, it's it's all. Uh, <laughs> I, I like it's just all surreal. Like that's really the best way to explain it is uh, having like that surreal moment because again, like this is somebody that you. Uh, for all intents and purposes, like, you know, at certain points you thought like, is this it? You know, um, is this him? You know, like it was definitely times where that crossed my mind. You know, like I told him, I'm like, it's, it's something about you. It's who the fuck would have knew It's something about your ass. But, and I meant that because again, it was, it was just coming from an honest place, but going forward, you know, just with, uh, new friendships and new, uh, romance, you know, um, again, like I just, I don't want to have any type of baggage or any type of trauma from the past. You know, I want to completely absolve myself of any of the things that I know that don't suit me for the best. Right. So yeah, cheers to moving forward, y'all. Like, I mean, this is a new journey and (laughs) I think about it. I'm just like, you know, again, letting life life and trust in the process by also making sure that again, like I said earlier in the episode, making sure that I put my best foot forward and not just looking for things to fall out the clear blue sky, you know, and just like manifest, manifest, manifest without doing any type of work. Right. So I'm going to continue to do the work, you know, I'm going to continue to do the work and continue to build and trust my boundaries. And I think I said it in one of the episodes before One thing that I prayed for at the beginning of this year and something that I still pray for is that I maintain, first off, that maintain peace of mind. That's my goal for life in general. But also with these different characters, different yet similar, but characters nonetheless from my past and people that have yet to come out and expose themselves. It's, uh, it's really about setting like healthy boundaries and really trusting my intuition and uh, accepting things for what they are, you know, like truly like having an understanding, but also just accepting what it is for what it is, period. That's definitely something that I want to have just locked and loaded within my mind and that it's no second guessing, you know, and that I just stay focused on making the right decisions, on practicing discernment. I think that's definitely something that we all can benefit from, right? Like, don't you think so? You know? So, because I mean, one of my friends asked me the other day, what do you want now? And I thought to myself, and I I just said, like, Hmm. Okay. So I still want the same things. I still desire, you know, a healthy, committed, happy, loving, fun relationship, right? That eventually turns to all of those things and then some within a marriage and building a family, you know, one day and all that stuff. So that's still there. It's still there for sure. I do feel like, you know, right now it's a little difficult to say just because I'm not in a relationship at this moment. I'm not 
in love per se at this moment do i love someone yeah i love a bunch of people but i love somebody yeah i do but i'm not in love right now like actively in a relationship you know i'm not actively like falling for someone you know or um things haven't gotten that deep yet you feel me like that's like i'm just not there yet so i can't really speak on what it looks like going forward as of now i think like i say like i just have to trust the process and you know continue to hit my goals you know and i think that that's something that we all can agree to but then again just letting life do its thing i think that's where it's at at this moment um because i feel like you know when we're in love and tell me if i'm wrong but i feel like you know we sacrifice you know we sometimes in a healthy relationship have healthy compromises but we we make sacrifices we do things that we would have never been open to had we not been in a, in a relationship with that particular person and i think back to what i felt before versus now and again it's completely different just because when we're in a relationship and we're in love like actively in love with someone you know i was willing to do and put up with a lot of stuff i was willing to be patient and to foresee some of the the darker days and learn how to figure out ways to you know create some type of positivity around it, you know, kind of like brace myself with my partner, you know, for when those times do come, those obstacles at least, because they were inevitable. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a waiting game. I was willing to do that. You know, there's so much that we do when we're in love. You know, there's so many different things that we're open to when we are in the trenches with someone right and then when you're single you think about certain things you're like really no i can't do that I, you know so that's why i say like at the end of the day i still do want the same thing that's still my goal is again a healthy happy loving relationship you know committed healthy happy loving fun marriage that you know involves some cute little kinnies running around but uh again just letting life life y'all you know i just I, i've been having fun these last few months uh all while discovering all while going through it because <laughs> baby when I tell you, I was going through it, darlings. Oh, yeah. And really just, again, like trying not to and being just mindful of the fact that reliving certain past traumas, like that's not fun. And again, that just helps build more and more resentment, if not just sustaining the pre-existing resentment or hatred or whatever you have towards whoever it is i had to let that go i had to let it go it was weighing me down it was weighing me down and as someone who overthinks as someone who's in their head and dating people who <laughs> also are overthinkers and also people who are in their heads it's a lot it's a lot and I had a, a difficult conversation, um, was it Thursday? And I didn't see this conversation going the way it did just because I kind of like written the person off. But it was frustrating. It was, I get that it was overwhelming for the person. I get that it was difficult, but I felt like, you know, for the first time, true communication was happening you know i let them know like look this is not the first and last time that we're gonna have 
or that you're going to have a difficult conversation. You know, let them know, like, you know, you can't just run from the things that don't suit you at that moment. Like, you can't just run from the things that are unfavorable and coddle the things that are. Like, I mean, we have to be able to balance it all because this is life and the world is not always on our side on certain things like how we want to in a perfect world, but it's not a perfect world because none of us are perfect on top of that. Right. So, you know, I, I told them, I'm like, look, like, you know, I'm, this is how I am in my platonic relationships. This is how I am in my romantic relationships. I am not going to give you the easy way out because I can't allow myself to be the person who is the enabler, the yes man, the person who gives themselves the easy way out. Like, no, I hear what you're saying. I see what you're trying to do, but I'm going to push you. I'm going to push you to be better and and I'm going to open up, you know, different routes of ideas that you can kind of think about, you know, and you don't have to settle on those things on the phone call right now or through our FaceTime or through our in-person conversation or whatever like that. Obviously, these are things that we have to work on and process, but I want that from my friends. I want that from my lovers, you know, push me like whatever I'm weak in and you're strong in, show me because I'm going to show you. It has to be a give and take. So, you know, I really just hope that, you know, there's a growth there, but I really hope that that individual for sure uh, heard me and didn't take it to heart as far as, you know, just trying to make things complicated and whatnot. But overall, just to actually build and to evolve, because again, we cannot, we cannot run from the things and just shell up whenever things get hard. No, the fuck are you doing? Stand up, right? Like, like, no, we're not doing that. And if you want to be any type of part of my life, we're not doing that. I'm going to tell you that right now. We ain't going the easy way and all that shit. We're going we gonna to take it through the hard way, you know. But this is all, this is all uh, just, again, a journey. And a lot of it has to deal with, again, just unpacking those things that we held on to, you know, especially when it comes to like the dating love and life and everything like that. A lot of practices that we had were flawed, but again, we're going to continue to make mistakes because we're human. Learn from it. You know, your way is not always the best way. It may be in certain situations, depending, you know, sometimes, sometimes, but no. Cause yeah, I, I, that's my boundary. I'm not, I'm not doing the mind games. I'm not doing the confusion. I'm not doing the inconsistencies. I'm not doing the mind, the mindlessness of it all. We smart people got to stop acting dumb and acting as if they didn't know what they was doing when they did it. You know what the fuck you did and you know what the fuck you were doing. You know, we're not doing that. We're not doing bad sex. We not doing, I mean, we not doing none of that shit. None of the passive aggressiveness, nothing, none of that. Hmm. Speaking of bad sex, (laughs) could bad sex ruin, say, for example, if you meet somebody new, right? And say, for example, like y'all vibing, you know how the kids say vibing, right? Or the chemistry's good, you know, you guys are spending time, you know, in person, or if it's long distance or something like that, you know, you guys are FaceTiming for hours, like every day, just communicating and everything like that, right? And they look good, everything's great. But the day or the night comes. 
when y'all got a flapjack, you know, you know, that hiding salami, that's what I like to call it. You know, when y'all get the fuck for the first time and say, for example, if that person, like, what if that person that you have been like pining for, like, you know, y'all just really been, it's just been real good. And they are really bad at sex. (laughs) Does that ruin? How is that for you? Does that ruin things? I feel like I experienced that. And (laughs) it was so bad. Because it was after my ex and (laughs) after having mind blowing, all that stuff, sex or whatever like that, right? This person came along and I remember (laughs) they were nice. They were nice, very nice guy and stuff. And I just remember they were talking all this shit, you know, like, oh, yeah, what they say. They like to take the dick down the throat. They uh, they don't be getting fucked like that, which most times bottoms be lying when they be saying that because I don't be asking. I'm like, what the fuck you got to fuck? No, shit, it's not my business. You're going to tell me by all means, but a lot of times they be lying. So. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm like, all right, well, I ain't going to talk too much about it. Like, I guess we just going to do it. We're going to do it. And I'll never forget the time came and <laughs> when I tell you, <laughs> and hopefully they don't listen to this show, but they probably do, but. Hey, fuck it. I'm about to say it. So here it is. Um, I think it was like maybe um, it was like early in the morning. I'll never forget this. But we had um, spent a lot of time getting to know each other for some time. Right. And then the time came with the sex. And. They said, oh, yeah, you know, I remember I'll never forget. They said, oh, never. I'll um, I'll never come without telling you what I want. This, this and this. Right. I'm like, OK. Oh, yeah. You know, we're just going to watch a movie. I'm like, OK. So if you touch me, then I'm going to act like. What the fuck are you doing? I'm not going to give you what you want because you said that we were just watching a movie. So they come over and I remember they um, was getting all cuddled up and nestled up and everything like that. And I started falling asleep. We both started falling asleep, I think. And then it was like super late and we took it to um, the bedroom to go to sleep. So fast forward a few hours. We he was like touching on my dick, like rubbing on it. I'm like, oh, what you doing? Mr. We were just watching a movie. You know, niggas be needing to say shit like that to try to act like they good, but they not. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, shit. He started uh, sucking on it. Mind you, remember he has said that he was just Mr. Throat Goat, right? Mr. Gluck, 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 all of that. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck? He's sucking on my damn dick. He's he not even sucking on it. He's sucking at it. He's sucking at it. Literal shit. Now that I think about it, he's literally sucking at sucking my dick. Okay, but he's sucking at it. Not sucking it. He's sucking at it. And I'm just like, is this it? Mind you, this person was not doing like they didn't arch their back. They don't they didn't do. So what the fuck are you doing? Sucking at my dick. I'm thinking like, isn't I thought this was the throat goat extraordinaire. Like I thought this I was getting a Glock Glock 3000. No. 
No, 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 not at all. It was very lackluster. I said, Let me, let's get off the bed. Let's, let's try this. So we get on the floor. So I'm standing in front of him. Dick in his face. He's sucking at the dick again. Remember, sucking at, sucking my dick, child. And I'm like, why your knees so, like, so, why you so high? Like, you should be down. Like, you know, when you sucking dick, like, when you really sucking dick, you need to have your knees, like, spread. Like, you need to have them, like, motherfucking, like, the, the fucking insides of your motherfucking thighs should be, like, kind of, like, resting on the ground. Like, that's how wide your leg should be spread when you suck some dick, when you really suck some dick, right? Like a, you know, like a, mm-hmm, with your whore mouth, mm-hmm, y'all know what it is, with your hands on your, on your knees, just getting face fucked, ooh, yes, mm. anyways, he was not doing that, <laughs> this nigga, I would never forget, this nigga literally, was like his knees were probably about mm, six inches away so he was like fairly high i'm like nigga like go down like what the fuck you doing like spread your legs the fuck what are you what are you doing down there sucking at sucking my dick i said lord jesus what happened to the gluck gluck 3000 that you said you said i ain't ask you you volunteer information that you were the throat go extraordinaire. He was nothing of the sort. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, child. So I remember him saying that he ain't never had like his ass eaten or whatever, like that, that he like enjoyed. So I said, okay, I like a challenge. And here it is. I, I'm like, okay, we'll get on the bed. Why the fuck? Now, nudist, if a man tells you to get on the bed, what position do you get into? Come on. Now, listen, if a motherfucker tells me to get on the bed, when I get on the bed, I'm going to go ass up, face down, arch my back. Selling sex, selling the fantasy, right? Why the fuck this motherfucker lays down on his stomach? Child Jesus, flat on his stomach. I said, what the fuck are you doing? I tapped on the butt. I'm like, come up, like, come up. No arch in the back, no nothing. I said, Lord Jesus, this is going to be, this is going to be tough. So, I eat him out, and he's enjoying it. I mean, you know, I does what I can. And then here comes the time for the sex, like the, the penetration. So, <laughs> I'm trying to stick my dick in, and this motherfucker literally, <sighs> and I'm really gentle. I'm really gentle. I'm a, I'm a very passionate, gentle, sensual lover. Why the fuck? Again, no arch and not nam back. <laughs> Stiff as a fucking board. I would never forget. Like, it was just the, it was just the, the tip. It was just the head. It was, he was so incredibly stiff. We were trying at it for, I mean, Oh, for some time, kind of got it in, got him on his stomach, this nigga coming off the bed, he, when I tell you, I ain't never seen somebody run from some dick, this nigga, like, if I would have let him, he would have burrowed his way through the wall and outside of my apartment, (laughs) because... Why the fuck you telling me to keep going and you running? Why the fuck are you telling me don't stop? 
why the fuck are you asking me? Oh, why you stop or whatever? Because mind you, we're doing this. We're attempting at this for so fucking long. And I'm getting so frustrated. Like if a camera was in my fucking room could catch my facial reactions. Like I literally was like, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna stop because no. And he's like, why you stopping? Why you stopping? Keep going, keep going. I'm like, no, you running. Like, what are you doing? He's like, okay, okay. And he like, oh yeah, keep it like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Why you stopping? Nigga, you know what? I'm I'm giving up on you. I'm giving up. Don't be looking back like and, and acting like you a bad bitch. Meanwhile, you can't take no damn dick. When I tell you, it was given rigor mortis realness. Like the stiffness was unheard of. Like I felt like I was fucking a wooden board. I was so irritated. I was like, you know what? I'm a. We gon' we can stop. No, 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 no. Let's not stop. No, 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 no. You yeah. Mm. I'm like no. Cause you keep fucking the fuck are you doing? Like you running and shit. You all curled up and shit. The fuck looking like roly poly fucking Oli. What are we doing here? You can't take no fucking cock. And it's only just the head. Like it's not even a full shaft. Nigga. He up here acting like a bad bitch. So he like, let's do it on the floor. So we do it on the floor. When I tell you, no arch on the back still, not nam arch to be seen. I caressed a pitcher of sweet tea on his back and it wouldn't fall off. That's how flat that back was. That's how stiff of a table as a human that he was. It was real bad. This nigga was scooting across the floor. I'm just itching, inching, 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 you know, little by little, this nigga, uh, 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 and then looking back at me like, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? No, I kept, I kept giving up. I kept giving up. I remember thinking to myself, is this karma? Is this the first person that I have sex with? Really? Is this my experience? This can't be my experience. This can't be happening. He then says, oh, well, let me ride you. Bitch. Oh, nigga, okay. So we get on the bed. He trying to ride me. How you running while trying to ride? It looked like he was trying to ride a bicycle. It was crazy. It was so bad, y'all, where I was just like thinking to myself, this is the equivalent to getting a lump of coal for Christmas. Because when did I know that I fucked a human table? I had no clue. I did not sign up for this. I remember asking him, like, why your hips? Like, loosen up your hips. Like, shouldn't you have a rhythm? Loosen up your hips. It was the worst. It was the absolute worst. I think I gave up on him probably like a number of 12 times. We were trying at it for like two hours. I'm like, you know what? Let me just. Let me just net. Because I felt like I had some bad sex before and I have. I have. But this was the worst. This was the worst. This was the worst sex I've ever had in my life. I'll never forget. Uh, big stain on my life. But obviously, as you can think of, that relationship did not go uh, much further after that <laughs> encounter. <laughs> it really fucked it up. <laughs> 
It really, it was really bad. And I know that there's a page that I follow on Instagram, uh, Your Diagnosis. And I've been following them for probably about five, almost six months. But I know that they say, you know, like bad sex is not end all be all because people have to learn each other's bodies and everything like that. Blah, 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 blah. But this was really horrible. I'll never forget this shit. I'll never forget it. It was the worst sex I ever had in my fucking life. And sue me. For letting that never create anything further afterwards. <laughs> like I said, it was like fucking a um, zombie or some shit. Like I said, it was giving rigor mortis realness. That was some stiff ass booty. This nigga didn't have no type of flexibility. He he was just so tight and just so stiff. It was it was too much. It was too much. I couldn't, I couldn't take it. Well, he couldn't take it. I, y'all know what I mean. Mm, mm, mm. I wonder where he's at in life. Hopefully he's doing good. Hopefully he's not giving anybody like real bad. Because it was one person I remember before him that I think was, I said that probably was the worst sex at that time. And mind you, I've had some bad sex before. I mean, you know, things have happened when you be having sex with butts, if you can imagine. You know, little hygiene problems. That wasn't as bad as this other one. I remember that I thought was like some of the worst sex I had had. Um, and I remember thinking to myself like, oh, that's why your boyfriend cheated on you. I see. That's why. Uh. That's why he's in my DMs and my friends' DMs and on Grinder, not showing his face and saying he's DL when he's really not. But oh, I see. You're hor- you're a horrible lover. Got it. That never went anywhere after that either. Mm-mm. As you can imagine. Yeah, it was just I don't know. Again, I'm still growing. But y'all tell me, have y'all ever had some bad sex with somebody that you have been really kicking it with? Somebody you really been vibing with, right? And did it ruin the relationship? Did it create space to, you know, be a little flexible and work it out? What was that like? I'm curious. Hmm. Well, you know, there's that. Or what about like when you happen to uh, meet somebody and you're you're getting to know them. It's been like a few days or maybe a few weeks or something like that. Y'all getting close and they start showing little signs of like possessiveness or jealousy. Mm hmm. Because one thing, let me tell y'all, I had another story that I've experienced before, but I talked to my parents a lot and we'd be on the phone for a long time. If I'm busy, I'm going to call you back and I'm going to text you like I'm going to call you back. But have you ever had a motherfucker like hunt you down? And or cuss you out and or fucking start being like just a little princess baby child because you're not giving them what they want. Have y'all ever had that too? How was that? I'm curious. There's so many different scenarios. Because niggas be lying about, like, when you be meeting people and stuff, like, for the first time, niggas be lying about a lot. They be lying about living by themselves, having their own car, their job, 
All those things come back to bite you. All those things done in the dark come to the light. And people find out, believe me. I know for me, I'm people. Because I be finding out. I find out everything. <laughs> but that's the thing that, like I say, I'm trying to avoid those things going forward in the future. Like, I mean, we got the summertime on, on you know, the summertime is coming. We're deep in the springtime. I have some cute trips planned. Super excited. Very excited for those. Can't wait to talk about it. Going back to Palm Springs. Mm -hmm. Y'all remember the episode Sneaky Links in Palm Springs. So we're going to have a follow up, a sequel. And I wonder. <laughs> I wonder what it's going to be given. I'm curious. I just want to be a fly on the wall. I just want to snicker and cackle like a little witch in the night, <laughs> seeing who's doing what. But we shall see. I don't know. Like I said, we got some trips planned. And what I named off, like with the bad sex and stuff like that, and like niggas being possessive and crazy and shit like that. Look, those are things that we happen to deal with when we are getting to know new people and shit. And and again, look, just don't be triggered by your ex. Don't be triggered by your past relationship. When you get into these new ones that are of substance that do happen to look good, you know, paper and things, and that are actually that's actually good. I would say that. Anyways, let me know. <laughs> let me know what you think about my question that I post. If bad sex can ruin a new relationship or not. And tell me your reasons why. Make sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at nude radio 101 and then send those replies and feedback over to my personal instagram at kenny heflin and uh yeah let's see what's going to happen like i say trust the process put forth effort to make sure that you're stepping within your goals and let life life as long as you're actually making the steps for it to do what you need to do to be productive in a positive way, keep doing that. Trust the process and what let life life, because I'm going to what let life life and see exactly what the fuck goes on next. Obviously, I'll keep you guys tuned in, but make sure to subscribe to Nude Radio streaming on all platforms where you can hear podcasts. And share this episode with your friends and family and make them nudist, okay? Nudist, nudist, nudist. We like them naked. Anyways, bye, y'all. Love you.